If you run a small business, your website copy plays a huge role in determining whether you're just scraping by or you're growing your leads and sales like nothing's going to stand in your way. Well, the Standout Website Copywriting Program is nearly ready to help teach you how to write words that sell. Over four weeks, you'll learn how to write your website pages one section at a time with words and a proven framework that will captivate your audience and persuade them to take action. If you want to improve your website copy so that you can grow your income and your impact, join the waitlist now by visiting simplystandoutmarketing.com backslash website copy course so that you don't miss out when we launch very soon. Now it's time for the latest episode of the podcast. Things go wrong in businesses every single day, whether it be crime, lockdowns, natural disasters, employee issues or worse. You have insurance to help you during these times, but have you ever considered that your insurance isn't going to protect your reputation and credibility, therefore leaving your future revenue and recovery vulnerable? Preparing now for how you'll communicate both internally and externally during a crisis situation is what will make all the difference. So today, I want to help you learn the best strategies I've used over the past 25 years to prepare for and navigate your next crisis. The Simply Standout Marketing Podcast is for you, the small business owner wanting to supercharge your marketing with simple, actionable strategies and inspiration so you can smash your goals and grow your business. Now it's your turn to discover what actions to take to make your business truly stand out and succeed. Let's get started. Hello and thank you for joining me on the Simply Stand Up Marketing Podcast. I'm Nikki O'Mara and I'm so excited that you're here with me today because crisis communication is one area that is forgotten by most small and medium businesses, yet it can have the biggest effect. I learned this the hard way back in my first job out of uni when a major crisis hit the organisation I was working for and in no way were they prepared for it. So, We had a serious situation, which was made so much harder because there was nothing in place to deal with any type of crisis. There was no plan in place to guide me with what we were supposed to do, the steps we needed to take to protect the organization, reduce the damage this situation caused and ensure a quick recovery. So I did what anybody does in the same situation. I used the knowledge I had and winged it. Nothing like being fresh out of uni and in charge of communicating in a major crisis. Was it stressful? Absolutely. I'd often come home from work and cry. Could it have been handled better? It definitely could have, but we did the best job possible with what we knew and with the resources we had at the time. What did I do differently from that day forward? I developed crisis communication plans for many businesses I worked for and consulted for, sometimes simple for businesses with lower risk and sometimes very detailed plans for businesses with higher risk factors where the damage could be far-reaching. And yes, many of these plans have been put into action over the years. So let's get on to talking crisis communication strategies that you can implement into your business. The aim with all of your communication, whether it be an email to staff, a phone call with a customer or a social media post, is to give your staff and customers peace of mind and confidence in your business, maintain brand awareness, engagement and encourage sales to continue. 
Effective crisis communication is key to keeping your customers and your valued staff. So what are the essential components to effective crisis communication, no matter what size your business or what industry you're in? The rules for communicating in any crisis are be prepared, communicate frequently, keep to the facts and respond quickly. The first strategy we're going to talk about is be prepared. Back in episode 19 of the podcast, we talked about the three stages of crisis communication, plan, respond and recover. I'd recommend you go and listen to that episode to give you a better understanding of how to prepare and put together a simple and actionable crisis communication plan so that when something goes wrong in your business, which inevitably they will at some stage, you'll be ready and able to protect your business. And you can incorporate the strategies we're talking about in this episode into that plan. The next step is communicate frequently. When something goes wrong in your business and it affects others, this is the time when you need to be communicating more, not less. The situation, no matter what it is, tends to change quickly. So you must communicate with your employees, customers and stakeholders frequently. Keep your communication simple and in bite-sized chunks as information overload, as you know, is a real thing. Consider the changing fears and concerns of your people and communicate to allay those fears. They need to know that you've got a plan and that their health, safety, job security and product or service fulfillment is important to you. One thing that's also important to remember is to always communicate internally first. Your employees are always top of the list because they need to know before anyone else what's going on. They're the ones on the front line talking to customers, suppliers and stakeholders, so they must always be the first to know about any decisions or changes that you make. They're also your biggest advocates, so you need to make sure they're on board with what you're communicating. Strategy three is another important one. Always keep to the facts. You'd be surprised how easily it is to add in an opinion or two into communication when you create um, it, especially in a crisis situation, without ever being even aware of it. Your job here is not to pass personal comment on whatever the situation might be as much as you want to, as everyone actually has their own perceived view of what is reality. Your job is to stick to the facts. Now, if you're thinking that all sounds very cold and calculated, that is definitely not the case and should be the opposite of what your communication should be. I'm not talking unicorns and rainbows here because that's the last thing people want in a crisis, but you can easily stick to the facts while expressing empathy and compassion. Now, another thing to consider in your communication is that you're going to be making a lot of decisions and communicating those decisions will form an important part of your strategy. In doing so, remember to always provide the basic reasoning behind the decision that you're communicating so as not to cause further fear, mistrust or misunderstanding. An example might be, say, you run a retail store and there was a fire in the storeroom. 
You'd want to send out an email to your customers, plus have information on your website and front door saying the basic facts of what happened, how this affects them and what you're doing to ensure continuity of service. Plus, you might say something along the lines of, to ensure the health and safety of our customers and staff, we will be closed until 9am on Monday. All current orders will be delivered via express post at no added cost. You'd also thank them for their continued support and let them know how they can contact you. Always keep in the back of your mind how this affects your customers. When it comes to a broader scale crisis that affects more than just your business like a natural disaster or pandemic, don't ever assume that the large amount of information out there relieves you of your duty to communicate directly with your clients and stakeholders by providing factual information and empathy as it relates to your business. There's always so much misinformation that circulates during a big crisis and so much media hype that you should never assume anything. The fourth essential strategy you need to use during a crisis is to respond quickly. Whether it's phoning your staff, emailing your clients and suppliers, or putting out a media statement, you need to act fast in order to reduce misinformation, build trust, reduce the damage to your business, and make it easier to recover. In crisis communication, there is a thing we like to call the golden hour. This is the first hour after a crisis occurs when it's crucial that you need to get preliminary information out about the situation. This could be quickly getting information out to your staff, clients, media and government bodies. It's all about getting on the front foot and having control of the situation rather than the situation having control over you. Remember how quickly information spreads these days via social media and text messages. It takes nothing for thousands of people to be misinformed in minutes and then you having to go into damage control, which is something that you don't want to have to do. So remember the rules for communicating in any crisis. Be prepared, communicate frequently, keep to the facts and respond quickly. A little pre-planning can go a long way to protecting your reputation and your business. So make sure you set aside a few hours to develop a plan that uses these strategies. Remember to go and listen to episode 19 of the podcast if you haven't already, which guides you through how to put together a basic crisis communication plan. A crisis even a small one, can end up costing your business in lost sales, lost clients and staff, compensation, and of course, reputation damage, which is so hard to regain. Just one poorly handled crisis can undo all of your hard work and take you months and even years to recover from. Just like you have insurance to protect your business, I hope you understand how important it is to have a crisis communication plan to protect your business so you can get through anything that the world throws at you. Thanks so much for listening. If you need any help developing your crisis communication plan or you need guidance to help protect your reputation and your business, please get in contact with us. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with your family, friends and colleagues and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Simply Standout Marketing Podcast. 
Head over to simplystandoutmarketing.com for the show notes, downloads, and even more great stuff to help you grow your business with marketing made simple.